You may have heard this in the news with TFJ, Tristan Field-Jones, just a moment ago. Manitoba Hydro says it needs annual power rate increases of 7.9% for the next seven years to meet its financial targets. The Crown Utility previously said it would need the annual hikes over a five-year period, but the company has revised its outlook after its requested 7.9% boost was turned down in July by the province's Public Utilities Board. Hydro President Kelvin Shepard says the corporation needs to improve its cash flow and its debt-equity ratio to place it on solid financial footing and prevent the need for even higher rate hikes in the future. Uh, joining us now on the phone, Graham Lane. He is the former chair of the Public Utilities Board, and he is the chair right now of Manitoba Forward. And I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, Graham. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for doing this today. I appreciate it. Good afternoon. Hello. All right. Um, Explain this. People are all we've got to do is say hydro increase, and the text messages, the phone calls, the emails start going crazy around here. How did we get into this mess, first of all? Well, the expansion that they undertaken uh, going back to a decade now, it's been a disaster from Wiscatum Dam to Kias to Bipole 3, even leaving out uh, discussion of the $400 million or more that they spent on Kahnawapa, which was being mothballed. Um, the, the proposal that they're putting before ratepayers would uh, see rates soar, particularly low-income householders, households that heat by electricity, which is about 35% of them, fixed-income fixed seniors and large industrial customers that came and stayed in Manitoba for low electricity rates. After um, they could have a, a, um, a rate in 2024 that would be 277% of the rate of 2004, which was the beginning of the rate hike series. So you got an electric heat customer, let's say outside of Winnipeg, that might have paid $2,000 a year for hydro in 2004. Probably not going right now for about three thousand, and by twenty twenty four it could be over five thousand. Almost triple what they paid in two thousand four. Correct. Wow. They um, their cost estimates uh, just soared. Their export revenue and prices have faltered. Uh, demand is stalled. The partnerships that they made with First Nations haven't produced um, profits for other ratepayers. Aging infrastructure needs still needs attention. In short, other than the advantage of low interest rates, the market and hydro's bets have soured. And you are the chair of the Public Utilities Board from what year to what year? 2004 to uh, 2012. So I presided over a series of uh, rate uh, applications that came in from hydro. The problem that PUB has, of course, is that its mandate has been restricted by the uh, legislation and because they can't control capital expenditures. For year after year, I can remember from our board, we cautioned about the uh, the risks that were being taken by the, uh, the expansion. But the uh, hydro, backed by the then NDP government, pursued those um, the, the expansion, and uh, the result for ratepayers is um, disaster. So you could scream and holler and wave your arms as much as you wanted at the Public Utilities Board. 
You had no control or no say over whether millions and millions of dollars were invested in these big capital projects. $25 billion in total. $25 billion. Yes, in total. It's, uh, it's a millstone around the uh, taxpayers and ratepayers of Manitoba. It's something that once you build, you can't do nothing about it to try and uh, mitigate the damages as much as you can. I just got a text message from Doug here. He says, how the taxpayers and or Manitoba Hydro should sue the NDP government and all the NDP MLAs who instigated these project, the projects that have caused this. I don't know how you feel about that, Doug's uh, text, but you do think we need an inquiry or an investigation here. What exactly would you like to see happen? Well, as Dorothy Doby called for it, an article in Lifestyles 55 magazine, there needs to be a public inquiry. The taxpayers and ratepayers deserve to know how the NDP, assisted by Hydro, the executive and board at the time, ruined a once valuable public asset and turned it into, as I said, a $25 billion millstone around our necks. Yeah, the only you know, way the- we can get to the bottom of it is through a, an inquiry. Yeah, and, you know, it was funny. There was talk at one point, oh, we, we don't want to see, uh, you know, we don't want to see the government sell hydro. Who would want it now? Quite frankly, uh, if I could, I would. Uh, the taxpayers and ratepayers would be better protected. The best interest of the uh, public can be covered off by legislation and by pub having a proper mandate. Because uh, back in time, when Centra, before Centra was bought by hydro itself, Centra's um, um, engaged in, in some uh, speculative measures in the um, natural gas futures and lost a lot of money. And Pub, at that point in time, made Centra's shareholders eat it. Under this situation, with the only shareholder being the province of Manitoba, the, pro- the situation is different. Hmm. Um, uh, we're going to take a quick break here, okay, uh, uh, Graham? Stick around. We're going to keep talking with you. We're getting text messages, and maybe there's some phone calls out there. People might have questions. Here is a real expert on on hydro joining us on the phone here now. Graham Lane, former Public Utilities Board Chair and the chair now of Manitoba Forward. 211 at CJOB. And joining us on the phone here at 2.15, quarter after 2, Graham Lane. He is a former Public Utilities Board chairman, and he is the chair of Manitoba Forward. We're talking about Manitoba Hydro. They want even more for power and uh, over a longer period of time. That's in the news today. And, uh, uh, Graham, we've got Cam on the line with a question for you. Cam, go ahead. Ask Graham. Hey, Graham. Um, it's a question slash comment. Uh how does Hydro uh, think that they can sneak more money out of the uh, the Manitoba taxpayers uh, when we're paying, like, what, somewhere around the $2 per kilowatt range when Hydro is selling our electricity down to the state for a fraction of, of the cost of what we're paying? They're paying somewhere, what, around the 50 60 70 cents per kilowatt? And, Cam, before you answer, Graham, Cam, I'm going to let you go because you've got a noisy line, okay? So listen on air, and uh, Graham will answer your question. Go ahead, Graham. Well, the 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 um, the problem is, is multiple in its factors if you go into it. Basically, what happened was the then-government and hydro um, uh, executives and board, they failed to appreciate the impact of shale gas increased energy efficiency and the falling cost and other renewables in solar and wind. They also failed completely to contain costs 
and to take action to reduce risk. Um, the dam they built in Wiscatum, for example, it was supposed to come in around 800 to $900 million, and it came in at $2.2 billion. Kiask started out at about a $4.9 billion estimate, and now it's approaching $9 billion. The bipole route and the the uh, transmission line itself, it started out around um, two to three point two billion, and now we're about five billion. The problem is, is on a marginal cost basis, as we put more out energy that we don't actually need in Manitoba, we have to sell it. The only really open market for us is the states, and the states, unfortunately, are only paying us on our what do you want to call it um, opportunity sales these are ones that are not firm sales we're only getting about three cents per kilowatt hour and the production and transmission of that power is probably 12 cents in in growing Hmm. so the losses can only be picked up by one way under the current situation the only way that you could cover it off other than hydro actually defaulting on its loans which are guaranteed by the province should step in. Step in and do what? Well, the the province is basically is the only shareholder of Manitoba Hydro. Um, But the government itself is much more significantly financially than Manitoba Hydro itself. Manitoba Hydro has to hit various financial indicators to to be uh, believed as being credible in the market for their bonds and everything else. But the government itself from a listener here uh hydro should simplify what they do if they have dams enough to provide manitoba then cease all their new pet projects but it's too late to stop these projects too much money's invested right is am i right on that if the the, the, the horse is out of the barn i mean um of the five billion they're spending on on uh, the bipole um transmission line uh, probably uh, committed or spent probably only got about a billion and a half or two to go. Um, on Kiosk, billions have basically spent. The only one they've been able to mothball is, was Kanawapa. But even on that, they've spent $400 million or $500 million, and they haven't even reflected the fact that they've lost that money because the project isn't going ahead. It's, um, In other words, no. Uh, stopping right now isn't going to solve anything. Hmm. 
another texter here says hydro has by the way hell i should say what manitoba hydro should be doing instead of um trying to ink more unproductive contracts down south we should start looking east and west and putting pressure on the federal government to build uh, a national transmission grid when when the uh, power could be needed in uh, saskatchewan for example and we would probably get hopefully a better price than we're getting from the americans well that sounds like an interesting idea has anything been done on that or not well there's committees that, are, that have been um, uh, working on uh, transmission issues uh, going west, and, um, but nothing particularly is materialized. There's a line going into Saskatchewan, one into Ontario, but it's, it's not significant enough, and the contracts are not significant enough to appreciably take the pressure off of Manitoba Hydro and our ratepayers. Here's another text message. It should provide power to Manitobans. They're being greedy. Go for a tour of the hydro building, Hal, then ask yourself how much more you want to contribute to their self-glorification. Was that where the mistake was made? We should have just focused on Manitoba, taking care of ourselves, and not made that decision to try and go for other markets? Well, it's going way, way back because uh, some of those original dams up north, including limestone, paid off for Manitoba. But in the limestone case, uh, you've got a dam that's bigger than Kiask, okay, that's costing one-seventh of what Kiask is paying for. The 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 market has changed. The costs are, are phenomenal. And the what might have been a strategy in the past is, is no, no more. The Americans are happy to buy the power as long as it's cheap enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they are happy to buy that power. It, as you said, it's uh, costing us more to, to generate it than it is, um, uh, you know, what we're getting for it when, when we when we sell it. So an inquiry, an inquiry to try to get to the bottom of this. But if everything you're telling us is is the case, do you think uh, like char criminal charges should be laid here? Do you think it goes to that level? I don't know. I, I, I think a tremendous amount of mistakes have occurred, and contracts that have entered into, and, and um, uh, the expansion is being paid for with ratepayer money, and the amounts are enormous. Like when you think about Manitoba, of 100 and um, you know, approaching basically 150 years of of, of being in the Confederation, only building up a, a, a debt. Of about nine billion, and now we're about thirty-five billion in climbing. With the hydro um, expansion total bill is about twenty-five billion. So we've really thrown in our our um, our bets on on one horse, and that horse, I'm afraid, is fatigued and in trouble. Yeah, you know, I I mentioned to Jeff Courier at the end of his show just before I went on the air today. I said to Jeff, you know, I I remember sitting right here. At election time, uh, with Greg Selinger in the room and, and Hugh McFadden in the room. And I remember Hugh McFadden saying, well, he really, it was almost like he was, you know, predict, he predicted the future, really. And, um, it really does come down to that, right? The decisions of the NDP government. Yes, as, as followed through by, um, the, the then board, hydro board and uh, senior executives. They just uh, they pursued on a particular strategy that fell apart. 
again, with shale gas um, efficiencies, uh, the, um, the dropping prices of solar and, and uh, wind, the Americans wanting jobs in, in their uh, areas, um, everything has basically worked out um, to their negative. And currently, even the raise of the Canadian dollar is not particularly working out for us because the prices of our export goes in U.S. dollars. So the U.S. dollars are becoming less attractive for us as we even talk about currency warrants woes. Hey, maybe we'll end on a positive here. I got a text message from Rick, and I kind of like what he's getting at here. Could electric cars help by getting more people on the grid and use power versus gas? Uh, just a basic question, but uh, you know, what about uh, electric cars? And, and it looks like those are, are coming on, maybe not as fast as some thought, but could that possibly help us? Could, could the market turn around, uh, uh, Graham? Electric cars and transportation, particularly trucks and transportation, could help out. But there's an enormous uh, period of time before that comes into realization. And during, during that particular period of time, we're still losing money. And, and the, the, the infrastructure that's required for the, the um, charging stations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, it's, it, electric cars would be very, very uh, useful for Manitoba Hydro. But... But our problems, unfortunately, sort of overwhelm. Bigger than that, yeah. Hey, uh, one more quick uh, question here, and then I've got to let you go. We're almost out of time. Somebody else suggested by text, how what happens if the public utilities board says no, you can't have more? Uh, are, could that maybe cause a bigger mess, but maybe in some way fix this mess? I, I don't know. Uh, Graham, quickly. Quite frankly, when I was I as chair, if if we ever had the uh, Ford and uh, stop, stopped worrying so much about financial indicators in Manitoba Hydro, maybe the things would have come to uh, a point um, earlier. But right now, with the mandate that Manitoba that the uh, pub has, um, they have to concentrate on the health of Manitoba Hydro. Right. They can't force the government into taking some of the problems off of okay. off of the ratepayers. Really enjoyed chatting with you, and I hope we can stay in touch on this. Okay, thank you. Graham Lane, former Public Utilities Board Chair and Chair of Manitoba Forward. What do you think? Lots there.